Welcome to The Soft Life with me, Candy Washington, where we explore all things self-love, manifestations, and relationships with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. So be sure to subscribe, share, and join us on Patreon. everyone and welcome back as always i'm your host candy washington and before we dive into this episode of the soft life with candy washington as you guys know we just rebranded from sugar pills the self-care podcast to the soft life with candy washington talking all things manifestation self-love and healthy relationships so before we dive in which into our latest episode which i'm sure will be a very inspiring conversation with Tamari Otter, if I said that, said that correct or not, we'll get into it. Go ahead, say it. Tamari Otter. <laughs> yes, Tamari Otter, Tamari Otter. Thank yeah. you guys for giving me grace on that. <laughs> Tamari Otter. Before we dive in, if you guys need additional support, you know, you can check out the show notes down below. You can grab our self-love journal, which you know is your companion piece to all things self-love and self-worth. Don't forget to check out our latest courses, Manifest Your Dream Life Through Self-Love, The Art of Self-Love Masterclass, and our other courses down below. And we also just recently launched our new Patreon community, our soft life community. We have bonus episodes for everyone. We also have a supportive community with guided videos, meditations, visualizations, journal prompts, affirmations. We have it all. It goes down and also access to private VIP and group coaching as well. So definitely be sure to check out all of those goodies. And don't forget our free content. If you sign up for our newsletter, you get a free self-love guide. So who doesn't like that? We all do. So with that, let's dive right on in. So welcome. And if you guys who may not be familiar with her, she is a certified professional astrologer, Reiki practitioner, founder of Astro Fashionista LLC, and gift of the Nile Wellness, her pro- which are products for spiritual wellness rooted in Egyptian astrology and metaphysics. Meta- metaphysic. No, it's okay. With over 15 years of experience, Tamari has advised thousands of people on how to tap into their personal gifts to align with their soul's destiny, life purpose, career path, and improve and attract healthy relationships and partnerships. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So for those who may not be familiar with you, do you want to share your story a little bit, just a little bit of your background and then how you got started? Yeah, I would love that. Um, thank you for having me, Candy. I'm super excited. Um, and um, I'm Tamari. I am a certified astrologer and astrology really has been a part of my life since I was an infant. Um, my dad is an African history scholar. He named me Tamari, which means gift of the Nile. Um, his specialty is Egypt. And at my naming ceremony, uh, one of his best friends, who's a spiritual practitioner, um, actually did a natal chart reading for me as a baby. And, and my dad kind of carried those things and gave me tips about things not to do, like wearing red, because I was born <laughs> under the sign of the bull. And yeah. I'd be very headstrong. And so, you know, when I get, uh, start, when I was in elementary school, I remember learning about zodiac signs and asking my dad and he explained it to me. And so I've always been to, into astrology. 
And then when I uh, graduated college, I worked um, at a marketing firm in Beverly Hills. And one of the managers of the Astro Twins worked in my office. And the Astro Twins, they're celebrity astrologers. They've been around forever. Um, and they looked at me and they said, you're either a Taurus or a Scorpio. And I'm like, I'm a Taurus son. And I was rising. <laughs> and I'm like, how did they just look at me? And, and how were they able to tell that? And so, um, you know, I think all, everyone's story, uh, or I feel like your biggest gifts come from your tragedies in your life or your hardships. Mm. For me, um, my biggest loss was my mother at age of 13 to suicide. And that was like a mm -hmm. very traumatic thing, not only for me, but for my family. It changed our completely changed our family dynamic. And so, you know, as at a young age, I had to go on the self-care journey. And this is before, way before Instagram, way before YouTube, yeah. way before we had resources, way before people talked about therapy and it was something that you know, talked about. Yeah. And so astrology really was the way that I learned about myself. Um, and I learned how to read natal charts. Um, I did it on friends and, and family members for free for years. And then my Capricorn boyfriend at the time was like, you got to get paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I didn't believe th this was before astrology was like really trendy and how everyone lo loved it. Now I'm like, no one's going to pay right. for astrology reading. No, um, <laughs> you know what? In 2015, I was like, I'm just going to do it. Mm -hmm. And um you start charging people for this. And, you know, my, that, that second boyfriend, the Scorpio built my website for me. <laughs> just like announced it to my friends. I'm like, guys, I'm going to start charging for this. And all the while I was working in beauty product development. So I've had a long career, um, you know, doing product development for brands like Murad and Dermalogica. I most recently was the head of PB at Verse Skincare, mm -hmm. um, you know, skincare brand. So I've been in the beauty space and, you know, I've done both. And so that's kind of where the name Astro Fashion that comes from because I've always worked in this like beauty fashion space and um, doing spiritual work. And so for me, um, you know, when I launched Gift of the Nile, it really was a um, just a combination of all of my my loves, you know, astrology, Egypt, um, self-care, helping others um, and products. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, yeah. so that's kind of how where I am today. And um, we met because, uh, you know, Ken Huey. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's Paramount. He's um, we're in business school together at UCLA, mm -hmm. and we're graduating in June. And so, congratulations! Um, you really excited about that. So yeah, I'm here, yeah. and I'm so excited to talk to you about everything that you guys got going on in your community because it's super aligned. Clearly, absolutely, absolutely. And I wanted to um, just tell you what came up for me when you when you were talking. So I love how well that I love because that sounds weird, but but thank you for sharing your story about what happened with your mother. Um, I feel very honored for you to share that with us. So thank you. And I would hope to be a safe space to hold that for you. Um, but it just reminds me of like, that's like the wound is where the light comes in, you mm -hmm. know? And we have those moments in our lives of, of trauma, of loss, of, of true suffering. Mm -hmm. And usually from that path of suffering is what usually leads us to where we find our authentic joy that unshakable, unwavering, regardless of external circumstance, joy, you know, usually comes from a deep rooted suffering or trauma or wound, right? Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing that. And I also loved how, and a lot of creative people and a lot of, you know, very uh, sensitive or empathic people, we turn our passion into our purpose. Mm -hmm. so you got passionate about astrology and learning what it was and doing it for fun and you just enjoyed it. And it gave you probably a sense of, a sense of control and maybe a time that you felt like you didn't have control. 
Definitely. you know, something that you could go to to guide you and to, and to get hope from, right? Yeah. Um, and so you took that passion and you turned it into your purpose. So what you did for yourself, you now do to help other people. So I Definitely. love that because, you know, passion is what we do for us. Purpose is what we do in service of others. And when your passion can also be your purpose, that's when you're in that sweet spot in life, right? Where yeah. you're just in your flow and you're jamming, your cup is full and you're filling everybody else up too. And it's just a yummy space to be in. Yeah. So I absolutely love that. And I feel like, you know, astrology and feeding the products is also a way to self-soothe. You know, mm-hmm. we, we find, just like you said, it was before like, you know, self-care Sundays and blah, 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 and all that toxic positivity crap. <laughs> <laughs> but we had to find tangible real ways to soothe ourselves in the midst of suffering or trauma or chaos or loss or pain or just hurt and we do that through different things that we find whether it's you know lighting your love potion candle that i got over here i sprayed the um the earth because i was like i got to be in my masculine energy right now i gotta get this done i gotta be present and grounded so i sprayed the earth around me it's just a way to self-soothe right we can use these things to soothe ourselves to get a sense of control and to set the intention the intentionality behind it all and I think in your story, I think a lot of us can see ourselves in that, you know, during time of trauma that we can't control. Well, what can we control? Well, I can control helping. I can control doing this. I can do this ritual. I can talk to this person. I can find purpose and passion, all of that stuff. So, so thank you so much for sharing that with us. And how do you, and how do you incorporate your products into your either daily or weekly routine, you know, like wh- what are some things that make you say, you know what, today I really need to spray water or I need to do this love potion or earth. Cause like to me, I was like, today's an earth day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love this question. I was also a- actually born on earth day too. I was born on oh, wow. April 22nd. <laughs> yeah. April 22nd. Um, so I created this line because everything that I, in the line, I use. These are tools that I've been using for years to help me feel better. And I love that you said take control because my team and I were talking about this and like it's bringing daily ritual to your life. Like what can you do to make your day a little bit better, even if it's a small thing? So when I go to sleep, I'm spraying earth on my pillow because it helps me sleep better. And I'm just it's such a routine for me. I just I have to do it or I don't even sleep well. So I do that. Um, the shower air is a great place to use the shower because it's, it has eucalyptus and cedar wood and it really uplifts, uplifts you. So if you go to the spa, like I go to Burke Williams and they have the eucalyptus yeah. spray, I use my air spray in my shower. Um, and then when I meditate, I have them all here actually behind me. So mm-hmm. I meditate every morning for 10 minutes and I spray either earth or um, I created a spray for awe inspired, a jewelry brand. They have a ritual spray. So I've started to use that um, every morning. Um, before this call, I've sprayed air because that's for communication. Um, fire when I have, when I'm like feeling like I need a coffee, I don't drink coffee really, but when I need like a, to be perked up, I use fire. And then water when I want to journal or when mm-hmm. I'm feeling you know, a little emo and I need to like move through some things, I use water. And so all of each, each mist is formulated, you know, using the cosmos in mind. Um, Each one's named after an Egyptian god. So earth is Geb, water is Hapi, and, you know, fire is Amun-Ra, air is Newt. And so basically whatever you need at that time, you use it. And so you can also use it based on your zodiac sign. So when's your birthday? We didn't even get to Oh, I'm Sagittarius, December. December what? 14th. 
oh, okay, my brother's the 11th, my nephew's the 18th. Okay, so you're fire. So you're already, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're already lit. So you need probably, so earth is actually really good for you. So, yeah. so if someone wanted to give you fire, it's like, yeah, you're giving yourself, but you might need grounding. So I'm going to give you earth. So that's kind of how it works. We all need all the elements in our life. So, yeah. And the oh. love, mm-hmm. great for self-love. Like today I put the love potion, the Hathor was the goddess of, you know, like Venus, um, everyone knows Venus and Aphrodite yeah, yeah. before Venus and Aphrodite she was the Egyptian goddess of love and beauty and femininity so that um, candle that you have like I burn that all the time uh, and that's great for if you're trying to attract a partner if you just want self-love like to remind you to really take care of yourself every day so that's you know it's all about yourself and giving to yourself mm-hmm. I love that and I love how it's all about self-love and I also talk about like the soft life you know that's like going around and for me the soft life it's more about just doing things that are that will intentionally make your life more joyful it's a little bit happier a little bit softer a little bit more in that divine feminine energy that receptive mode that openness you know rather than it has to be hard or a struggle or I have to be it's no how do I get into my divinity that's my birthright where things should just flow to me things should just come to me things should be easy because that's my divine birthright right and so i love incorporating you know everything that you're doing into creating that softer life whether it's just you know sitting here and lighting the candle you know just having like the light here or the smell of it just makes it a totally different you know or just like you said spraying the, the eucalyptus in the shower it's a completely different experience than just hopping in and hopping out without yeah. being present and without being um connected and just having that added luxury that added experience that added you know softness to it or you know putting on the love potion you know right here on your temples and just smelling it and taking that time to be mindful and to connect with the body and it's even meditative just to sit yeah. and kind of rub and smell. And people forget that you can incorporate those little touch points throughout your life and throughout your daily routine that doesn't cost a ton of money, isn't over the top, isn't, you know, not authentic to who you are, but it's these little moments that just make mm-hmm. your life that much more enjoyable. And usually they bring you into the present moment and they ground you and they make you focus on where your power is, which is always in the now. If I spray something, I'm going to take that moment and spray it. I'm thinking I'm in this moment. I'm not, oh my God, I have to go do this. Or I can't believe I said that. Or I totally flubbed this. Or this is what happened. It's like, nope, I'm in the present moment. And it grounds you. And then that's where your power is, right? And speaking of power, you were talking about the different gods and goddesses. So do you have a particular one or two that's your favorite? And and what are their backstories? Yeah. You know what? I love this question. So I loved mythology growing up. It was just something that I was always into. I used to love writing hieroglyphics. Um, I've always been really connected. And everybody, a lot of people are familiar with goddess Isis. Her real name is Aset. So that's her name before it was Isis. Um, And I really connect. A, that's my god sister's name. Um, Two, uh, the story of resurrection and her husband Osiris um, or Asar. And how she, you know, he was killed by his brother Set out of jealousy. And mm. his body was like cut it up into 14 pieces. And she went and gathered them all and, and really brought him back to life. So it's really this like beautiful, the power of women, right? I love that, like that story. And it's, and it's also very, um, when you were talking about the soft life, to me, that's like Venus energy, right? And so whereas Isis, I said, is more of a, 
I would say she's more of a Mary's uh, energy, like a mother, where Hathor is more Venus. But just that femininity, I really connect to that. So I would say um, her and obviously Hathor, she was one of the first goddesses that I gave a whole collection to um, because I really connect to that Venus soft life energy as a Taurus. And just, you know, I have Venus in my sixth house of daily routine, which is about treating yourself very nicely every day. Like, how can you bring that beauty? So for me, um, I would say those would probably be my two. I also, um, I think one of my next collections might be for Anubis. There, I have Anubis up there on my shelf. My dad actually made that in like 1978. And, um, oh, wow. Yeah, and he's uh, a jackal that really, uh, in the underworld, uh, kind of guides, uh, guides <laughs> So I like that whole like mystery about that story too. So I think I'll make another collection about resurrection um, using Osiris, Asar, and Anubis. So yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I love that. I love the, fem the femininity and the rebirth and the resurrection and the power to um, give life to what you thought was dead. Exactly. I think that is so powerful because I think that's such a great, um, I don't know what the word is, Either metaphor. Belief, meta, yeah, metaphor. Yeah, it's a great metaphor for if you think you've hit rock bottom or if uh, you think, you know, I will never have this. I will never get that. You know, this dream I had, this goal I had, it's dead. It'll never happen. You know, my best days are behind me. I think these stories are such powerful indicators that, no, within you lies the power to to give anything life again, yes. you know, to, to resurrect and even to resurrect it's like, I'm not going to bring back what was dead. I'm going to bring back what was dead, but even better and different. Yeah. Right? I'm going to get more than what I lost. Yes. I that's love really, that you're saying that. Yeah. That's really what the power of resurrection is, right? It's not you're bringing back the dead. It's like, I'm going to get more than what I lost. Yes. And that is what is going to come back. You know, that's yes. really the power of resurrection. And I, and I love that. That just gives me, oh, I got chills. Yes. That to me really is the essence of hope. Yes, that, because everything that, no, yeah, has to die. Like you need something death. has to die. Something has to die, and something just, has to die. It's the cycle of life, and it's a it's a very it can be sad, or you can look at it as an opportunity, you know. And your Jupiter ruled sign as a Sagittarius, it's about <laughs> hope and faith, and and I think no matter how dark things get, you always have the ability to have faith and hope. It sounds easier. Mm -hmm. But it's a skill and it's a muscle that you have to flex. I mean, there was a time I was, had, I had depression as a teenager. I mean, mm -hmm. after that traumatic thing, I didn't really know. I had to build this skill of positivity and hope. And so that's exactly what you're saying is that when things are bad, you, there's always a way out. Mars energy, action, mm -hmm. always a way out. So Always um, a way out, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, and it's also like the concept like beauty for ashes, right? Like mm -hmm. you might go through something, but you don't know what is going to rise out of that? Like, what is your Phoenix moment? Mm. And it, this also reminds me of, I forgot who said it, but it was so powerful. They were like, the opposite of death is not life. The opposite mm. of death is birth. Mm. And that's really true. Mm. You know, if, some, if something is dead, the opposite of that is something being born. Yeah. So out of death comes life and out of life, or yeah, becomes comes birth, and then you get to life, right? Yeah. So the opposite of life is not living, yeah. <laughs> not necessarily being dead, yeah. no, <laughs> right? So it's, it's so true. So it's like if you want a rebirth, something has to die because mm -hmm. it's an equal and opposite reaction, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that is so powerful. 
Yes. That is so powerful. What are some other things, you know, whether it's astrology or the gods and the goddesses or stories about your dad or just anything that really inspires you, you know, when you have those moments of, you know, what we're talking about, feeling depressed or not feeling good, or if something has died, whether it's a dream or a hope or a belief or a version of ourselves, you know, that's usually what we really grieve is yeah. the version of ourselves that we know no longer is necessarily a possibility. Yeah. And, and we grieve the possibility of what could have been. And mm -hmm. then you get that rebirth when you say, okay, well, that's over, that's dead. But now I get to decide what rises out of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are some things that inspire you like in those moments? Yeah. So obviously um, I do follow the cycles of the universe and, you know, people are like, do you plan everything around astrology? I do plan a lot of my life around astrology because I feel like it's about opportunities and it's, if life is secular, right? We have, mm -hmm. so we experience that here on earth. So that's one tool. So like right now I know, um, you know, I have uh, Jupiter in my sixth house. That's opportunity in my daily life. It's going to go into my seventh in relationships. So I plan things around that, but really what I, really encourage everyone to do and what I do in my readings with clients is get to know yourself on the most intimate level. Get to know mm -hmm. your strengths, your weaknesses, your natural gifts and talents. And if you can't tell me what one or two of your natural talents or gifts are, then something's wrong because everyone has, right? And so for me, the way that I've built my life has been, and I did get this from my dad because he's, uh, you know, architect by trade, like that's what was his day job, but he did lectures and teaching in Egyptology on the side. And so he merged these two things. And I was like, well, why can't I do beauty and astrology? So my, why not? Even though it took me a while to kind of believe it, but I think for uh, people don't have to, you don't have to put yourself into a box. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, create your life as you want it to be. So if you're a pianist, but you're also a doctor, why, why do you have to give up both? Why can't, I mean, why do you have to choose one or the other? Why can't you do both? And I think that's one of the things that I really truly believe in, because if you follow your inner compass and your astrological chart is literally just a two-dimensional representation of your your life's compass like where where's your north star where are you supposed to be headed if you follow that how can you go wrong like it's literally god speaking to your spirit of what you're supposed to do and we get so much noise and comparison and we see people doing things because they want to make quick money because everybody's making money off of this trend it's yeah. like that trend is not going to work for you because that's not your destiny and so you can't imitate her because that's not your path do your mm -hmm. own path and so my thing is really get to know yourself and what your path is. And part of what the way you can find that is through your chart, which is why I love astrology so much is because you can really get to know yourself. And I'm still learning. I've been studying for almost 20 years. I'm still learning about things about my chart. Like, oh, I didn't notice that because it's so complex. So I think I hope that answered your question. But I think mm -hmm. that is really what I encourage and try to preach to uh, my clients specifically. No, definitely. It seems like it's intentional lifestyle design like yeah. how are you going to intentionally design your life from a place of authenticity right. and, and and authenticity is like what do you like what you don't like what are you good at what you're not good at like it's warts and all you know like i remember i used to ah, this was years ago i don't know what i was thinking i was like oh i'm such an authentic person like nothing gets like I'm so above it. I'm so elevated. And I was like, no, that's called delusion. And that's not in denial and girl, bye. But like, <laughs> like no kidding. Like, I got pulled in real quick. And I was like, oh no, authenticity is actually just 
this is who I am. The good, yeah. the bad, the light, the shadow, the warts, the glory, all of it. This is me. This yeah. is just who I am. Take it or leave it. And then through like the practice of like self-care and self-love is I'm going to radically accept myself for who I am. I don't have to be cookie cutter. I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to be above it all. I yes. just get to be me because that's yeah. me and my own unique humanity, right? And yeah. within humanity is that juiciness of being imperfect. We get to mess up. We get to be crazy. We get to flub things. We get to not get it. That's our divine spirit having that human experience. And I was just talking about this um, on another interview I was doing with a, a meditation and a manifestation coach. And we were talking about uh, manifestation. And I was like, yeah, I was like, to me, it's just making your internal world evident in the physical world. Mm -hmm. It's just make evidence. And so whatever div divinity that you, divine essence you have, whether you are in your capital F freedom or your capital A abundance or your capital A or capital L love, you know, internally in your divinity, then it just manifests or becomes evident in your physical space in the ways that your human body can understand it. So if I'm embodying freedom, you know, the big essence of freedom, the way that my physical candy gets to experience that is money because money yeah. in our physical world means I'm free to do what I want, how I want to do it and when I want to do it. Right. You yeah. know, if I'm embodying love with the capital L, you know, with my love potion over here, how I, how my physical candy gets to experience that is, Oh wow. I have this amazing romantic partner that loves me or wow. Yeah. I have self love and I can do things that to, to show myself love. You know, it's just when you embody these divine essences, our divinity, our higher self, our intuition, just like you're talking about, embodies that, then our human bodies gets to experience in ways that our human body gets to understand and enjoy it. Exactly. It's literally the simplest universal law of what you yeah. put out, what you get back. That's the, the most simple law that we can, if people understand karma and energy, mm -hmm. that's all it is. You're just being what you want. Exactly. That, right? <laughs> exactly. You want all these things and you want, you know, this type of partner and you want this money, but then you're not, in, and I'm not saying go run up your credit card, girl, if you want to. No, be no, 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 It's all energetic. Yep. It's all energetic. Like within your means, do live grand within your means and be grateful for the money that you have. If you get a check, mm -hmm. say thank you. I'm happy. Thank you, universe, for sending me this $5 check. Like, be grateful. Yeah. Don't throw away pennies. Keep them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> money. So, yeah, it's just that's I love that you're saying that. That's that's all it is. Yeah, it's all it is because it's like, oh, you you are now embodying appreciation. Well, we're going to give you more things for your physical self to appreciate because that's yeah. what you're embodying. Right. So it's, it, it's just that, you know, and it's so funny because right before this, I was uh, had my teapot going. But I like forgot. I forgot it was on. And I was just like, you know, I was like you know, looking you up and doing all the prep work and everything. And I was super excited. Got my like candles, my mist going. And then something was like, oh, just like go in the kitchen. So I went in the kitchen and it was like about to like pop off because had, I'd had it for so long. And I just said, I just said, oh, thank you, God, for like bringing me in the kitchen. Because yeah. I like to get into, just like you said, I like to, to always be in a mode of appreciation. Instead of being like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I left this on. Oh, I almost burned down the house. You yeah. know, instead of going to that place of like self-criticism or putting myself down or blaming myself, I went straight to gratitude. I was like, thank you, God, for bringing me in here. Like, yes. you know? Yes, yes. It's always about perspective. You yes. know, 
everything that happens in and of itself is innocuous. It just, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. We give it meaning. Mm -hmm. So did me, you know, forgetting I had the teapot on and it's about to pop off. It doesn't really mean anything. It just yeah. means I put the teapot on. But yeah. if I experience it of, oh, I'm so stupid, I'm so forgetful, I, you know, I always ruin everything, then that's one thing. Or, wow, I am so protected. Thank you, God, for, like, telling me I am so in tune. Let me just turn this off real quick. Yeah. You know, it's just how totally. you experience it. And I think that's what you help, you know, your clients with, like, your readings and your charts and astrology is you shift your perspective from thinking, like, oh, there's no control. I don't know what to do to focus and to yeah. guidance and to and to see you know what they not necessarily what they want to see but that they have the power to choose their perspective in their life and in their trajectory and you were talking about the chart now what goes into the chart like yeah. break the chart down yeah so basically i take the person's birthday the full birth date the birth mm -hmm. time and the birth city. And yeah. the reason you need the birth time is because um, it's based on the rising sign or the ascendant, which is the sign that was, a, you know what? Hold please. Yes! <laughs> Before, uh, I just feel like this is a better, <laughs> this is a, nice. my visual. This is a better visual. So this is just a, an astrology will, but it's something like this. And, um, you know, basically it's customized for the person. It shows like where the sun, what sign the sun was in at the moment of their birth. Where was Venus? Where was the moon? And all of that, every planet has an energy, right? So with what I do is interpret, A, how are the planets showing up? What houses are they in? So these are all, all these little spaces correspond to a particular area of your life. So there's like a career house. There's a love house. There's a family house. There's a foundation house. So, um, I'm, what I'm doing is analyzing, A, what, where is that planet in that house and how is it showing up? And then how is it talking to the other planets? Mm -hmm. And then how is that, how is your personality developed based on this? So that's kind of how it works. And it's a, it's a science. <laughs> it yeah. really is a lot of, it's very intricate. I mean, there's so many different forms of astrology. There's, you know, whole sign house. There's Placidus, there's Vedic, there's Western. So every astrologer is going to be different. I consider myself to be a modern slash traditional astrologer. I use a lot of traditional ancient techniques, but I, with a modern twist. And so it needs to be digestible for the client. Like I'm not going to, I don't want to talk to you in astrology speak. You're not going to understand that. I'm trying to tell you like, for instance, your Sagittarius sun, I'm not, I don't know anything about your chart, but let's say your Mercury is in Capricorn because Mercury travels close to the sun. It's only either going to be in your sign or a sign before or after. So if your Mercury's in Capricorn, you're a Sag, you're very big thinker, yeah. you know, spiritual. Everything is about learning and travel is important, learning about different cultures. And you're in the second decan of of um, Sagittarius, which is ruled by Mars. My brother's in that same deck. And so you're driven. So, but if you have Mercury and Capricorn, you're very methodical about the way you put things together in business. And so basically I'm just trying to tell people, yes, you're this type of sun because most people know their sun sign, but you have all these little intricacies about you as well. Who are you and what are you here to do? That's kind of mm. what the, the foundation. And then there's, you know, what's going on in the stars now? How is that responding to your chart? That's transits. What's your solar return? What's your birthday chart like? What's your zodiacal releasing, which breaks down like chapters in your life and some of the how like that's going to play out? What's your perfection year? What's the ruler of the, the year? So there's like all these different things. It gets very, very um, 
complicated. (laughs) (laughs) And a good astrologer can make it not complicated, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a joy of mine. I I, I enjoy doing it. It, um, I love seeing people's face when they're like, how did you tell me that? And I'm like, it's in Mm -hmm. charge. (laughs) I read it. (laughs) You know? Um, So yeah, that's kind of the the foundation of it. So um, yeah. I love it. No, it it is really cool. And it it is very uh, scientific, you know, with the numbers, with the planets and all of that. So it gives you more of a structure. So how do you, how do you compare to, and I I don't know if I'm way off here. I just want to, I'm not sure. How does it get compare to psychics or mediums versus like astrologers? You know, how, how do those buckets compare? That's a valid question. I yeah. feel like, so you don't have to be psychic or even a medium or anything like that to learn astrology and learn how to read charts. But I find that most people that do, do have that skill. Because if you're in, if you're into any sort of like metaphysical medium, you're into it, right? So like, for me, I consider myself claircognizant, which is a form of, you know, if you believe in psychics or or energy or in being able to read energy, clear cognizant is just a knowing of certain things. I can walk into a room and be like, oh, I know that's going to happen, or that person is this. Like, I just know, and I don't know how do I know. Whereas clear audience, people, things are you're hearing things. Clairvoyant, you see things, and so there that's more psychic work. Mm-hmm. Um, mediumship is obviously like being able to see, speak to people that have passed or being in another realm. Um, you know, there's so many different forms of spirituality or metaphysics. And I, um, you know, I'm a Reiki healer. I'm, I am very highly intuitive, but I don't only rely on that. To me, the astrology is like the more practical side where I can like check yeah. what I'm thinking. And that's my Mercury and Taurus, I think. Um, so yeah, it's definitely very different, but there are psychics that know astrology and there are psychics, astrologers that are psychic, but it, they, they're two different things. Got it. Very cool. And then do you ever incorporate like tarot cards? Oh, always. I mean, always. Okay. <laughs> card decks. I literally have over 35 card decks. I've been collecting those for probably like 15 years now. I mean, I have. Wow. Do you want to pull a card? Do you want to pull a card or or no? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's pull a card. What do we want to do? Um, Is there Um, anything in particular you want to know about, like a particular subject or? um, Let's do love. Love is always a safe one to go. (laughs) So let's see. Do you want me to just see what comes up or do you want to ask a question? Um, just what comes up. Let's see. Okay, first card is you deserve love. It says you are lovable. Yes, I am. Yeah, like really the belief and it's something that you've been working on. I mean, you have this whole podcast. I mean, clearly this is your lifestyle. Um, But the second card is make the effort. So if you want something Mm -hmm. to show up, it says great love is worth taking steps that you're guided to take. So not just the steps that other people, like if somebody's saying, girl, you need to do this, da, 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 da. What is your intuition telling you you need to do? That's the step you need to take. Like, even if it's just, I don't know, starting with your list of 
what I always tell my clients when they're trying to manifest a partner is don't make a list, write a letter as if the story has happened. Like, I love that. We trust me, I've done this with several people. One of my girlfriends just got married, Beverly Hills Hotel, Four Seasons. Her dream, he found the letter, first of all. Her man that she manifested found the letter after they were married. And he's like, what is this? And she's like, oh, it's Mary had me do this. So this shit works. Okay. So listen to your girl. But yeah. um, <laughs> so just do whatever you're guided to make the effort. And then it says finances and career. It says financial issues are a factor in your love life right now. So that is either can mean, it could mean that maybe you want to be in business with a partner. It could mean that maybe you've been uber focused on your career and your finances. And now it's time to balance it out. I, I don't know what the situation is, but um, there's some level of the career and the finances are kind of spilling over into your love life and affecting it in some way. So that was just a basic three card. So you I'm tell gonna, me. I'm going to break it down. Yeah. I deserve love. Definitely. I've been like hyper focused on like my self concept and just really stepping into like my divine feminine energy because mm -hmm. I'm usually in my masculine <clears throat> the majority of the time. Mm -hmm. But I've really been working on being fully awakened to my divine feminine energy. And I think that's really my capacity to feel worthy and deserving of love. Yeah. Um, put the work in. I think connects with finances and career because I'm always hyper focused on my work. Like just that's pretty much all I do day in and day out. Cause I'm a creative person. I'm like working on the podcast, working on the Patreon, working on this, working on that. And I don't put in really any effort when it comes to that aspect of it. So I, I, what that was saying to me was you've got to get some harmony. It can't just be, you know, work, 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 work. If you, you got to get some harmony with it. Yeah. You, I mean, you have to, one of my girlfriends is a, um, a relationship expert, Spicy Madi, check her out. And um, that's exactly what she's, it's like you, in, she attracts highly successful women that killing it in this area, but you're yeah. not applying the same tools to your love life. It's the similar type of, you have to show up, you have to have goals, you have to be able to communicate, you have to know what you want, but you have to be in your feminine energy if you're wanting yeah. to attract a certain type of, assuming that you're trying to data yeah. or whatever. So um, yeah, I love that you're acknowledging that because that is a big blockage for a lot of women. 100%. Like I definitely did stay in my feminine more and put in more of an effort because I'm, I'm very stigma. I'm a, I'm a stigma person. So I'm mm. really a little bit more like lone wolf introverted. Mm. So I just like jam out and I don't even like think about the other part of it. Yeah. So I definitely need to do that more. So wait, what was this write a letter ritual? What was that? Okay. So what you're going to do yes. is you're going to write a letter and oh, and it's good to do it today because we're still in new moon energy. We just had a new moon in yes, Aries. Spring, so right? we're, yes, we're in spring. We're in, um, the new moon is powerful when it's growing, when it's waxing, which is today. It's the next day after the new moon. So it's perfect yes. to do it today. Um, so you're going to write a letter outline, not outlining, but just basically what your love life looks like with your partner. So let's say, you know, me and, you know, hubby or whatever, we went to sleep, we woke up, we made breakfast together, we worked out, he gave me a kiss. Oh, I love the way he makes me feel like really appreciate, like imagine what that feels like, what mm -hmm. it would feel like to have your ideal person. And you're just writing a story basically. And then what you're going to do is just like, you know, and do it since you have the love potion, put the Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Yes. 
Do you have the mist too? Did I send you the mist? Oh yeah, I got I got the trifecta, guys. Perfect. Gotta got get this. Gotta get the trifecta. I got the candle. I got the mist. I got the aromatherapy. It's going yeah. down. It's going down tonight. So you're gonna put the oil on your your heart chakra. Your Put it all over you. You're going to yeah. spray yourself with the mist. You're going to light the candle and you're going to do this. And then you're going to fold it up. And then what you're going to do is take the paper and just like put it over the candle. Like as if you're like roasting a marshmallow just for like a couple seconds. Right. Okay. And then you're going to paste it, place it in like a safe place. So like I used to tell people either like under your mattress or like if you want to put it, you know, under a pillow. But if you change your pillowcases, you'll have to like obviously take that to it now. Or even... um like your nightstand, but you're just going to hide it and tuck it away um, because you're just, you're, you're releasing it. Cause the biggest part of manifestation is not being attached to the outcome, yep. knowing that it's going to happen. So when you put it away, you're releasing it, you've sealed it and you let it come. Now there are different things. Like there's better times in certain people's charts where love is more active. So that, that's why the astrology piece is powerful too. Cause I can be like, Oh, May is a, it's a good month because Venus will be in this house or whatever. So that's very personalized, but this is a ritual that I think everyone can do. It's simple. And it's, it's, it's just gets you in the mode of like creating what you want. Now you have to do the work. You can't say you're going to do that and then stay in your house and don't like, don't be, you know, like work on yourself so that you're showing up as your best because you can get the man and then lose them because you're not, being being everything that you want right so that this is just to get it so you still have to do other work you still got to go to therapy you still got to get your (laughs) but yeah I I do like this idea of like creating and attracting so yeah yeah I love that and I'm 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 doing that tonight like that's the plan because that's so true like um you'll be calling me and say girl guess who showed up mary listen (laughs) i gotta send you a bouquet of flowers girl or let me officiate it that's like one of my dreams is to officiate someone's wedding so yes (laughs) you can definitely officiate it anytime (laughs) i love that that's so cool that's so cool oh this has been so much fun yes i love it so I have two more questions for you. And then I want you to stick around because then we're going to do a five question, five soft life questions for our Patreons. Okay? Oh, I love that. Okay. Yes. So if you could leave us with one kernel of, wins- of wisdom or insight, if we only got one thing with our time with you, what's that one thing you want us to leave with? Hmm. Ooh, this is hard. Mm-hmm. One kernel of wisdom is... Um, be present. And I know that's very, uh, a lot of people say that and it's so hard, but all, most of our anxiety comes from worrying about the future, which obviously as an astrologer, it's hard. Like a lot of, I plan that and, and then the past, but if you're truly present, like right now I'm with you, Candy, like we're connecting, we're having this great moment. Like that's when the magical moments happen in life. And then you look back and you're like, wow, I created all these magical moments. So I think that would be my biggest thing is to be present and breathe. Like just remember the power of stillness, you know, power of now, Eckhart Tolle, like just be still. So I think that would be, that's what came to me today. I love that. I love that. I know my cup is full talking to you. And what I learned um, during our time together like you said to breathe because where there's breath there's life 
Yes. And they remind you you're alive. And then also when we talked about the resurrection, how you're not just going to get back what you lost, but you're going to get back more than that. Yeah. You know, you're going to get more than what you lost. So whatever you feel in your life is lost or you've mourned or grieved over or is dead, just be prepared that you're going to get back more than what you lost. Yes. That, that really hit home with me. Yes. So for everyone who will be watching and listening, everything to connect to Tamari will be linked down below. But do but do you also want to share with us where we can find yeah. you? But everything will be linked in the show notes and description box. Yes. So you can find me um, for astrology readings at astrofashionista.com. And that's just how it sounds, astro and fashionista. Um, you can follow me at astrofashionista. I'm, I'm private right now because I've been having a lot of imposter accounts, but I will accept okay. people that are not fraudulent. <laughs> um, yeah, and, um, yeah, it's crazy out there. And then you can um, find my products at thegiftofthenile.com. And you can follow gift of the Nile. So those are the two blessed places. Um, and I love when people message me and DM, like I'm very responsive. So yeah. 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 And I can, and I can vouch for this. It smells amazing. And I am doing the love letter ritual tonight, guys. So it's, it's going down. Yes. So for everyone watching, we are about to go do our five soft life questions for our Patreons. So if you have not yet joined our Patreon community, be sure to join us. It's linked down right below. There are three different tiers. So pick the one that resonates the most with you. So with that, everyone, as always, be sure to share this with someone because your journey to self-love and self-worth is always better with some support. Check out all of our courses, our self-love journal, and Everything else we got going on down there, tons of goodies. Go ahead and check it out. And thank you so much to Mary. And be sure to stick around because we got our five questions coming up. But as always, everyone, take care of yourself and each other. And I will see you next time. Bye. Washington, where we explore all things self-love, manifestations, and relationships with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. So be sure to subscribe, share, and join us on Patreon.